Hello and welcome to another episode of the FPL Hangover Podcast where we raise the bar and lower the tone all things FPL related. We are coming to you on the 11th of October. Game week 10 is in the bag and game week 11 is sitting on our plates in front of us, steaming our glasses up, waiting for us to delve in and here to help me share this main course is my podcast partner in crime, Patty. How are you getting on, my friend? I'm getting on good. Not too bad, all things considering. Um, I would like to say happy hump day to all the listeners and to the millions and millions watching at home. You know it's a Tuesday, right? Yeah, but they'll be probably listening to it on a Wednesday when oh, they're driving to work and stuff. that's a good point. That is a good point. You see, I'm thinking of the um, of the listeners. You're playing chess, and I'm still stuck in Snakes and Matters. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, Speaking of yeah. of chess, you are a few moves ahead in the FPL as well. Yeah, another decent week. I am week. massive lead now. I am about eighty thousand places ahead of you. Yeah. So um, six yeah. Good luck catching me. Yeah. Good luck catching me, <laughs> my dust. How does it feel to be uh, up this high? Uh, you know, eleven to be the best player on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, How does it feel? It, it feels feels great. Feels great. You know, like Seamus. You know, do you know what it's the the apprentice becomes the master. That's the way I would look at it, you know. I get you. That's the way it feels. Yeah. So, I'm just, like I'm trying to be as humble as I can here. Like you're doing a, a fantastic job at it. Yeah. yeah. I, I I think I am probably one of the the greatest minds. Yeah. In FPL at the moment. And the most humble minds in FPL as well. Oh, of course you can't have one without the other. Like they go hand in hand. They do. No, but you are actually killing it. Uh, another decent week. Seventy-six points for you, I believe. Seventy-six points. Uh, an overall rank now of 167k and uh, 7,000 in Ireland. 7k in Ireland, that's nice. Yeah, that's nice, isn't we it? We might get a few sponsorship deals out of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're listening. Kinniger, get on to Kinniger, us. Kinniger beer, <laughs> get on this ASAP. Um, but tell us, talk us through your game week, my good friend. Okay, uh, okay, if you want me to. It will have to. Uh, so, um, first mistake... And this was gut-wrenching. I chose the wrong keeper. Okay, yeah. well, I mean... I, t- I took Ward over Pope, and that cost me a point. You deserve a slap in the head for that, though. Not because of the decision itself, but just because of, you know, turning your back on your 5 million, 5.2 million goalkeeper uh, in favour of, of Danny fucking Ward. Are you kidding me? Well, who were um, Newcastle playing? Newcastle were at home to Brentford. Five right one. okay and I, you see i had tony up front and i was like i get that yeah so anyway i had trippier anyway so seven points from trippier uh 18 points from cancelo um Coming so good. that was that was delightful then a point each from these two knobheads um james who who became a victim of uh potter roulette you know we all thought you know pep we thought pep was bad potter's fucking lost the plot <laughs> and well, it was seven or eight changes to the Chelsea team. It was a fuck ton of changes, yeah. An it was mental. Yeah. And uh, Perisic then won as well. So, you know, Perisic is, you know, if I didn't have so many other fires in my team at the moment, Perisic, I would be looking to offload that motherfucker. Yeah, I think the fact that they have a decent fixture this week makes it a little bit easier to hold mm-hmm. on, but I'm with you. I mean, 
like he's do you have him no no i'm not i'm not that with you but um like <laughs> i just i can see the value and i do think there'll be games this year where he explodes but he's yeah. just rotation risk isn't he and Cessna anyway, played I, well yeah no so anyway look i'm stuck with them for the foreseeable because i've got huge plans massive plans that i'm not going to discuss yet but anyway going into my midfield jer my little gerbil i have bowen <laughs> You have no idea how many times the people have called me that, and it's just I can't. I, I thought I made it up. No, you didn't. I rang you today, and I was like, "Oh, I must give my wee Jerball a call." <laughs> oh, there you go. Anyway, so I'm claiming it. Um, Bowen, again, seven points. So like, he's the gift that keeps on giving for me. You know, I just bought him in last week. Um, Mattinelli, uh, twelve points. Another one that people, you know, kind of lost the faith in when they were getting rid of Arsenal players. Yeah. Uh, De Bruyne, six. Uh, Andreas off the bench for Mitrovic, uh, six, and then Holland, Holland, uh, uh, um, not not so good this week. Only the tw- only the twelve points from the captaincy. Only the twelve, I know. Yeah, yeah. and then twenty five. So yeah, uh, seventy six points. The average was fifty eight. Um, you know, green arrows all around. So green arrow, over the, top two hundred k for you. I mean, what more do you want? You know. Yeah, uh, top one hundred eighty k. But yeah, Jer. How did you get on this week? Not too bad. I will ask you to do me a favor, live on air, and it's something I never thought I'd ask. But could yeah. you take that jacket off while I call out my team? Just because it's very, very loud in the microphone. I, I will indeed. Thank you, sir. I, and I was trying trying to save the heat in here and the USB balls and all. Like... Uh, I get it, but I mean, the viewers are treated to a guest or a, a very special... Um, well, I would don't do anything for the viewers. Yeah, so if you are checking this out on YouTube and you have just watched Paddy strip off, then uh, please subscribe if you'd like to see more. Next, <laughs> next week, another another item of clothing will come off. But um, yeah, back to my team. Gave me 10, 70 points in total. I didn't realize that your jammy six points off the bench for Mitrovic is what separated us this week. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I'm just saying, you know, not a lot of mm-hmm. people, a lot of people got stung by uh, Nico Williams' late appearance in the in the Villa match last night, the Villa Forest match last night. That uh, stuck a lot of people with... Oh, it was sweet. I loved it, personally. I love seeing that. Me too. Happen. I masturbated. That's not a shock. But um, 70 points, two points <laughs> for... Flappy Hansky himself, Cancelo Hall again, James Sims yourself, Trippier seven points, Gay with a disappointing one. I mean, I I won't lie, I did half expect Leeds to to get a goal at at Crystal Palace, but you know, with Mitrovic's, I decided to go all in the Palace. I had Zaha, he got me five points, Madison one, De Bruyne six, Martinelli twelve, Tony five. And as you mentioned, Haaland with a measly goal this week. Yeah. Could have had two. Did hit the inside Haaland of the post. Haaland blank this week. So, yeah, essentially for what he's capable of. But uh, as we're recording this on a Tuesday night, we can confirm that Haaland did not play tonight in the Champions League. Correct. So um, I think that'll that'll cement a lot. Not that I would have feared any rotation against Liverpool anyway. It's a big game. But that will have cement a lot of kind of people's captaincy decisions, I'd imagine. Um, yeah. and yeah a big a big question going into game week 11 will be the captaincy but we'll get onto that later on um, but yeah 70 points in total I think a little green arrow uh, saw me push my way up into 247k when do you start when does that start mattering the overall no. ranks now now that you're 100 and yeah <laughs> it matters it, it matters now it's starting to take shape now I'll get you but everyone yeah. is still extremely 
squeezed into that uh you know, I mean, what did you say? There's 80,000 places between myself and yourself and only six yeah. points. Only one Poxy, exactly, yeah. Poxy Pereira coming off the bench between us. Yeah, that's exactly it, yeah. Um, yeah. So, talking points for this week. Talking points. You kind of hinted at it already. Pot, yeah. pot roulette. Pot roulette. And we're not talking about the Mary J's. Not for, Not this time. Not this time, but maybe next week. Do you think it's going to, like, I guess we got to see if this becomes a pattern. Like, they did play European football midweek. James, obviously, with a massive haul in FPL terms against uh, AC Milan, I think they beat uh, last week. So, you know, as a James owner, you're going, maybe this is is the the time. And uh, Mm. nope, on the bench and comes off the bench for a measly one-pointer. But Chelsea did put Wolves to the sword 3-0. Um, I guess there's that positive to take out of it is that you know maybe if they can kind of string a, a run of decent performances together we do start yeah. looking but will rotation become a factor Petty? Right well 100% and I think there is a really positive way to look at this the first thing is if you have more than one Chelsea player you're fucking playing the game all wrong anyway Jer <laughs> you know so let's get that out there let's not beat around the bush there's only one Chelsea player you really need to have and that is James. Yeah. Maybe James. Maybe James. Would you agree? I think they're. At the moment. I think James is obviously the standout option. And I, if I had to, you know, go into my head, pick a choice, one player, or, or I, I'd agree with you. I think James is the the standout option. But mm. I think there is a bit of value in there. The likes of Cucurella playing under his own old boss got a one bonus yeah. point this week, seven point return. They did keep a clean sheet. Is this the start of uh, Potter tightening Chelsea up a little bit? They were against Wolves, who, to be fair to them, wouldn't score in the brothel. So, I mean, maybe that's made them look a little better than what they actually were. Did you watch the game? Um, I saw bits of it, um, but I didn't. I wasn't paying attention. Um, but in saying that, that's a good point. There, there are some, obviously, valuable assets you can look at there, but I think James is the main one. And maybe now he was just resting these guys because he's the new manager in there. He wants to make a stamp in the Champions League. And uh, look, maybe maybe James now, um, he's had his little rest. James will be playing the next game if he doesn't get injured in the Champions League. Something to monitor. But uh, no, I think anyway, having James, I think, is fine. He's the only one that I would, you know, I like having... I don't think actually last week I was saying everything was going through James. It's like James is the man, and so I st- nothing changes in my opinion on James. And I just think at the moment I wouldn't be looking at too many players for Chelsea past James mm. this stage. So no, I think it's a fair point. And just to yeah. just to add to that, Paddy Reese James did start tonight as well in okay. in the Chelsea AC Milan match. So. Who knows, we could be in for a, a repeat of last week's rotation problems. One to keep an eye on. I mean, I'm obviously Chelsea against... Who are Chelsea against this week? AC Milan again, same team. Oh yeah, that's Champions League. But uh, in the Premier League, they're away oh, to sorry. Villa. So, I mean, you know, obviously you're not going to worry about shipping Chelsea assets out. Away to Villa, home to Brentford. United, Brighton, Arsenal. Yeah, they're kind of, meh, you know, fucking start teetering off after a game after the blank but that's all we really need to be concerned about I think for the next couple of weeks is is that upcoming blank game week 12 for City and Arsenal I'm sure lots of our chat tonight will kind of keep bouncing yeah. back to that but um, moving off of Chelsea another team who recorded a decent victory this weekend uh, Manchester United you may have heard of them 
Oh yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah, United are um, United are improving. You know, you know, but you know, of course, like we spoke about last week, that City game. That I wouldn't even look at that game as a reflection of what United are trying to do this season. I mean, City are going to, you know, they're going to bulldoze most people they play. So United, I thought they played well against Everton. I thought they actually they had a few good chances. They could have had maybe more, but at the very end of that game, I mean. The shite was run down my leg. My t-shirt was stuck to me with sweat. I mean, there was even a guy in our group chats who had uh, like a five-team accumulator with all five teams, both to score and one, and he was waiting on United. And I can tell you, I felt from watching that game that Chelsea had the goalkeeper up for two corners. Or sorry, Everton had the goalkeeper up for two corners. It was just um, an onslaught, but United held out and got the three points. And a few United players that are definitely looking good as well mm. in that team. And uh, we can go right and speak about those. There's You can't ignore Anthony, who's now got two goals in two games. And he's very attacking. He's, he's three, three goals in three games, my friend. I stand corrected. Yeah. So there you go. Three goals in three games. Uh, you, you can't look past um, Rashford for value as well. Yeah. 6.5 million. And Ericsson is uh, is doing, doing bits as well. He's plodding along. Let me throw a name at you. And this is like we we've come on to this show pretty cold this evening. Not a lot of FPL talk, um, yeah. and I might be talking madness, but I've got my eye on Ronaldo. Not like he's not a you know he's instantly coming into my team, but he's got his he got his seven hundred goal. Martial's gone off injured again. Yeah, is he gonna persist? Like that's the question: is is he gonna persist with playing Rashford up top, or is he gonna drop? Is Rashford going to battle for a spot with Sancho on the left, which is kind of what I assumed would happen at the start of the season? And now, I'm not sure, but I think um, like United, just to touch on their overall performance, I think they're they are improving. I think a lot of, maybe we're just biased United fans looking at things through you know rose tinted glasses. But you look at that European match in the Europa League last week when they went one 0 down. I, it just you got you got flashbacks of that Turkey match from the season beforehand, uh, that match in Turkey, and I was thinking to myself, are they gonna fucking absolutely make a show of themselves again? Uh, mm. And they didn't. They came back. They got their they got their three points. Came back from one nil down, and the same again this week. A cracker of a goal from a Wobi puts United on the back foot, but they come back, get their two goals. Looked good for their two goals. Yeah. Rashford did have a goal ruled out. And I'm starting to think, is this what we are starting to expect? What we should be expecting from Ten Hag? A bit of a reaction when they need to change the game and they got it in both, in the last two matches in a row. Yeah, no, I love, I love that you brought uh, Ronaldo into the fold. Like, uh, I'm sure he's... The ownership must be really low on it. Um, compares to last season when he came and everyone just was jumping on him and he had a great season. But I think definitely one to monitor. But for his price bracket, that's the only thing. I know it's still not bad, but I mean... What price do you think he is? He's 10 million, is he? 10.2, yeah. 10.2 million. So I think, and you know, this might, might be a popular opinion, but I think Rashford at 6.5 could possibly match mm. Ronaldo for yeah. points this season. I mean, you know, Rashford, he's he's definitely getting into the right places and all, but that's, you know, with Marshall being out now for God knows how long, um, he's, he's made a wee to Martial. He just can't, 
he can't just stay in the team. He's, he's, you know. But anyway, Ronaldo, we don't know. He could be a game away from like exploding. He's an explosive player, you know. Where Rashford would probably take a long, get you a goal, maybe an assist. No, I think you. That's a great point. I mean, like, yeah. six point five, as you said, for Rashford, midfielder. So he gets the extra goal points. Yeah. He gets the potential clean sheet point if that ever happens. And uh, no, I mean, I'm with you. Like, I do think Rashford is the is an easy transfer in um if you were looking i mean there's just so many decent options for mid price in the midfield area at the moment yeah that we called out last week your bones your madisons your rashford your zahas um but he was unlucky to have his goal chalked off well i mean very unlucky and i thought it was uh you know do you want to hear something strange about that if if rashford had a squared that ball across and someone had a scored it it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been. Uh, it would have been a goal because they wouldn't have went back and reviewed it. Well, yeah, I think so. It, it's. I. I can't put my finger on the actual part of the rule, but I was reading that. That. Uh, oh, it was a handball, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a handball. Yes. So if, Mar- if Anthony, if, if Rashford, sorry, had have passed the ball yeah. and it had been scored, it wouldn't have been chalked off. Yeah, because that's the, the new rule. So, is it like it led directly to a goal as opposed to? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean, that's crazy. Um, and just going back to Rashford, I, st- I want to uh, say the same about Rashford in comparison to Anthony. You know, with Anthony with the three goals, I still think uh, Rashford for that million less would uh, would be the better option for United as well. Yeah, and I mean, it does. It comes with the caveat, as everything does when you do yeah. a, a podcast with Champions League and, and Europa League fixtures on. It's all, you know, keep an eye on the on the matches, make sure nothing happens. I mean, Rashford could go off with another injury on Thursday, exactly. and this is all moot. But um, yeah, no, I'm I'm happy to to kind of pencil in United assets again, kind of when when their fixtures, you know, when the time is right. I mean, this yeah, week, exactly. decent fixture, home to Newcastle, then toughy like home to Spurs, away to Chelsea, at home to West Ham. Like they're, you know, Spurs, Chelsea, they'll be tough ones, obviously. And then West Ham is always a bit of a bogey team for United at home or away. Uh, and then Villa in game week. 15 so i mean like it's kind of a mixed bag a little bit but for that for 6.5 i don't think it really yeah, 6.5 especially when a lot of people will probably be going to five midfielders now because i mean there will be a lot of money freed up i mean no one has salad anymore um and you can't believe them de bruyne will be sold now pretty soon uh it gives you a lot of money um you can you could put you could beef up that midfield with your Madison's, Rashford, Zaha's, Bowen's, um, and Matinelli's, and you can go big up top with your your Kane and Hounds if you want. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, there's yeah, at six point five million, I think Rashford's a great a great purchase. Do you think we're shifting towards like with this blank in game week twelve, and the fact that people will have to change their team around a little bit, especially the likes of a Salah, well not a Salah specifically owner, but the likes of a KDB owner, um if they chose to come off the mid-priced or the, the premium-priced midfielders, mm. like, do, do you think we're going to head that way template-wise in terms of Kane? Because Kane, again, scored this week. Um, mm. So he's he's chugging along like you'd expect. And, I mean, we talked about it last week. I kind of... He's only blanked once a season, game week one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think if you have Kane, you're not getting rid of him at the moment. I think what a lot of people will be doing now, and I mean what i'm going to be trying to do as well is i will be coming off my premium kate de bruyne you know he's a blank in 12 and uh, he's liverpool now i don't mind keeping him for the liverpool game but 
I will then make maybe KDB Foden. Mm. And I would like that triple up of Foden, Cancelo, and Haaland. Or you could even have Haaland, De Bruyne, and Foden. Then you know, that allows you to kind of... If you were to, we'll say, do the KDB to to Foden, you, that allows you to invest in the likes of Kane, like we were saying. You exactly, know, yeah. as well. I could then like get Tony out and put Kane in. Um, and there's lots of things you can do with that extra money. And I'm happy to... You know, I also want to get a piece of the Madison action. I wouldn't mind getting Zaha in there. But last week I was saying... Like we have to keep an eye on game week twelve, but with one eye on game week twelve, you really have to keep an eye on game week thirteen because that's you know you'll want to bring your not but you will you'll want to bring your Arsenal players back. Yeah, you'll want definitely want to have like you must have three city after game week twelve. I mean, I'm with you. I think you could. You must. Like you touched on Arsenal there. I mean, City. It's almost redundant at this stage because mm. we've just been talking about them all season and rightly so. Uh, but like Arsenal, top of the table, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Don't look at the table this year, but at this time of year. But uh, pretty sure they're fucking top of the table. That's what I heard after the Liverpool match. Put Liverpool to the sword, three two, big big win for uh, massive for Arteta's guys. And yeah, I mean Saka, big haul, Martinelli Hall again, Jesus with another assist. I'm with you. I think game week twelve passes by. You do, you you do look at Arsenal. I mean, yeah, you have to. You can't. You have to have one eye on both these fixtures. Like you're chatting about Kane, I'm actually probably going to put some of that De Bruyne money and bring Jesus back. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, and I'm, and I'm glad I held on to Martinelli though. That was the best thing I ever did. Yeah, I mean, you yourself and Seamus, when I did my well card in that amazing episode 150 live stream, I uh, yeah. I asked you both like, should I get off Martinelli now with the blank coming up? tough fixtures for Arsenal in the sense of you know they had what they had Liverpool this week and I can't remember who Mm -hmm. was the week before but um, yeah you both just kind of scoffed at me we were adamant yeah you said hold on to him hold on to him and you were you were on the money I mean what was it 12 points this week I think Mm -hmm. Saka is he's shaken off that kind of pre not pre-season but that early season uh, slow form I suppose is, is what you could put it I mean he did get an assist in the in the first match of the year but you know he hadn't scored until game week six yeah he hadn't scored until game week six and now he's got five in in the last four yeah he's another player that you know definitely have eyes on for 13 going forward after 12 yeah um he's on penalties (laughs) just to clarify uh yeah well that's the big thing is um no you're right penalties yeah um not a massive shock i think that was established a little bit last year we did have a a freak Martinelli penalty, I believe, in Game Week 38, if if I haven't, you know, destroyed all the brain cells. But, um, yeah, we had a brief uh, Martinelli pe- penalty take uh, penalty taken, so maybe, if memory serves me correctly, they were talking about, like, rotating penalty takers? I, I can't remember. Um, but it's a big Girl Scout badge on his Girl Scout vest uh, for, yeah. for Saka. And, a decent price, seven point eight million. Again, another mid-priced option in the middle right. of the fields. It's. I mean, the people that have held on to Trent, if there is any, and and Salah, mm. they're definitely um, loads. They are. There is so much that they can now do, albeit maybe a bit too late. <laughs> now, you're never too late. Um, but you know. With that money that you can bring back into your team, there's so many good investments in there now, like like Saka's, Matanelli's, Bowen's as we've we've mentioned a good few there. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. So 
you Jesus, you talked about he would be potentially on your like after post game week twelve, Arsenal have an away match at Southampton before a lovely home fixture at Forest. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm with you. Leaning back to yeah. us. There is the yellow card hanging over his head. Yeah, it would be great if he just got that out of the way this week, wouldn't it? Yeah, if he I well, I mean, if he got it this week then he'd miss that game week thirteen match, wouldn't he? Oh, yeah, because they've got the blank. Got the blank. So, like, it would have been better if he just got it out of the way last week. And now we wouldn't have to yeah. shit ourselves when he goes up against But, no, it's good, it's good to bring that up. So, it's good to bring that up. It's, you know, you could maybe that might sway you to go with Saka for a while. Yeah. And... Until until Jesus gets that um, that out of the way, that ball's out of the way. Because the last thing you want is that you bringing him in and the next thing he misses the next game, you know. Yeah. Um, but... No, Arsenal definitely team one of the teams to target after after the the blank and stuff. Yeah, teams to try and get back onto. I mean, we talked about city assets, but I don't think there's much point really breaking them down nah, too much. Know, Same every week, isn't it? Yeah, you know, you you know what the story is. You know, mm. uh, I think having three city players is a must. It's picking what it's picking what three, but I mean, it's not even. I mean, it's either Cancelo, De Bruyne, Haaland, Haaland, Foden, De Bruyne. Yeah, I'm with you. I think there, I think that's the, the two options. And as someone who's had Cancelo since the start of the season, and you know, mm-hmm. a big advocate of, of you know, paying that price for the fullback, I'm delighted to see 18 points. Yeah, you know, amazing. And and you know what? He's not even. He's a midfielder. You're paying that premium price. He's seven point five or whatever he is. I don't know what he is now, but yeah. it's it's a no brainer for me. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, speaking of midfield assets. Another, you mentioned him when you went through your team, Jarbone also on penalties, uh, yeah. it would seem. That kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, Jarbone on penalties. Um, like, what's up there? Does Antonio, was he on the pitch? I didn't see the game. I don't think he was. So maybe that's why. So just tread carefully there. Like, But I didn't bring Bowen in for the, the penalties. Anyway, I brought Bowen in because I think he's a smashing player and his fixtures are nice. And, well... They're they're decent. They were decent for when I brought up. I've got to. I've got my returns from the two fixtures that, uh, that you were targeting. I had my yeah that I was targeting, and he's Southampton, Southampton next, and then he's Liverpool. Yeah, and then they have Bournemouth. So the fixtures are still nice. And um, Bowen's ticking along lovely. He's a nice price. Well, I think he might have rose now to eight point one. Well, I think he was already but, eight point one. I think he dropped from eight point five all the way down to eight point one. And yeah, he's still sitting at eight point one. Oh right. Well, that's. Brian, he's only five percent owned as well. Yeah. So see, it's you know. mad when you again we kind of talk about it every so every so many episodes. But like when you're involved in in a FPL community, be it forums, Reddit, Twitter, whatever it is, you do kind of get sucked into this. Oh, everyone's got Jared Bowen. Like I feel like because I don't have Bowen that yeah. oh I'm I'm fucked when he does anything. And yeah, to be fair, he does a bit of damage because some of the some of the you know higher up ranks would have him. But five percent, five percent, five percent from ten million. Five <laughs> percent owned. I'm like, yeah. Is that really uh, that? You know, it's a, it's it's the bubble, isn't it? The Twitter bubble, or if you're on these forums, or like, you know, they make you think he's the most owned player in the world. But now there you go. But that's another reason to actually take note of these little things. You know, at five percent owned, and what has he got? Uh, Twenty one points in his last two games. You know, yeah. After blanking all season, he yeah, yeah he's gotten two goals and assists in his last two. And as you mentioned, but in fairness, go on. We only start chatting about Bowen when you were wildcard when people were using their wildcard around game week seven onwards. We weren't really you know people might have brought Bowen in at the start because of last season, but 
for me and whoever else had Bowen, I think we only start really talking about him from Game Week 7 onwards. Yeah, I mean, like, those and, those Game Week uh, yeah. 8 wildcarders, like yourself, Petty. That Everton mm. match, that looked pretty tasty. And as you said, Wolves, Fulham, you knew there was going to be a, a yeah. couple of goals in it. And... and the same for the people that brought Madison in, like, you know, and got that hat trick and yeah. or whatever the fuck he got. Before we tip on to Madison, though, just another West Ham player that uh, has continued his good form, Skamaka. Uh, oh, 79 yes. minutes, another goal um, in... in in their 3-1 win so who knows maybe this could be the start of something beautiful um, again we've talked about the, the decent set of West Ham fixtures there is a bit of a a bit of a fight at the moment for forward spots you know you only have the three of them so mm-hmm. bit of a fight but yeah he's putting his name into the hat there now uh, yeah I've seen a few people take a punt on him on the, the Twittersphere um, last week Has, he was heavily spoken about I think we mentioned him as well he was your puck father he was my puck father yeah congratulations uh, we'll, we'll get to that later but so there you go he, we were talking about him and he delivered so he you know he's definitely someone to you know he's budget price as well isn't he he is and speaking of budget price uh, Andreas for in that match also picking up a goal um, for Fulham yeah. the consolation goal so I mean like what more do you want from a 4.5 midfielder? Uh, do you know, that was one of the reasons why I um, I didn't bother using my transfer on Mitrovic. I just left Mitrovic on the pitch and I had Andreas for sub. And I thought, why? Like, I, I was happy having that, knowing that Andreas, if Mitrovic didn't start, that Andreas was coming on for that, for that game. Yeah, no, I mean, like, we talked yeah. about the people who, who did get, obviously get bones by not having him in the the you know first or second uh sub spot but i mean mm-hmm. i think you're right i think like you know he he offers uh incredible value and you'd be more than happy to play you know play him if if you're stuck and i think yeah. like you like you not, you not making a transfer last week was probably the most shocking thing i've seen since the start of the season yeah, I thought it was very mature of me. It was. You are developing yeah. into potentially the greatest FPL mind on the planet. That, thank you. Thank you. I, I feel it. I feel it. Yeah. And I, I thought that that decision really catapulted me up there with the, the Magnus Carlsons mm. and the Generals. Fabio Borges. The, the, yeah, yeah, and the Mark Southerns and the, the Hindu Monkeys of the FPL world. <laughs> Before you know it, you'll have moved on to... Greener pastures, Paddy, and uh, yeah, and what game am I going to win next? Yeah, who knows? Chess, just take just take up chess. Maybe do do the opposite of of Carlson. <clears throat> but um, you did talk about James Madison, a blank, disappointing return uh, for anyone that jumped on the Madison bandwagon this week, as opposed to the, the week previous. Yeah. It's always the way, isn't it? Massive yeah. haul followed by a disappointing. I think it was like a one point return. You got a yellow card as well. Uh, Jesus, I and you know what? I was looking at him and I was like, I wish I had Madison. But you know, there you go. Four yellows. That's four yellows for him now. So is he ready for? He's ready for a wee he, he, cancellation he as well. He gets one more and he's uh, suspended. And with their fixtures, mm. Crystal Home Palace, Leeds Home. This is a very informative podcast tonight. I know. I know. It's full of. I mean, like this is this is gold. What ha- this should, we should have kept this for our Patreon. It's <laughs> it's what happened when I drink. Uh, it's what happens when I drink Club Lemon as opposed oh, to. Oh, why would you ruin it? Showing us that. I didn't shit. show it. I didn't show it. Yeah, why are you even? You're drinking at the weekends now. I'm not drinking at the weekends. I had yeah. a drink I, at the weekend. Right. So what? Well, so what are you? Why are you drinking? Club Orange. It's Club Lemon. Lemon one. It's Club, Club Lemon. Lemon yeah. yeah. Why not? 
Well, well, usually you have a beer here. Yeah, I know. Well, like, I, so what? So you're off alcohol for for October. for yes, at least during the week. Oh, so now <laughs> last week you're off it for October. Oh, right? I'm whittling my way down. I'm whittling my yeah. way down before you know. So it. Last week he's off alcohol right for October, <laughs> and this week he tells me he had a drink at the weekend, and now he's drinking club fucking lemon. Yeah, it's and so it's alcohol next, free. Next, 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 he's telling me that. Oh, I'm just off alcohol during the week. That's no, I'm not even getting. <laughs> I'm gonna into drink it. at the weekend. Back to the show. Back to the Bench show. Bench drinker. Uh, all right, but uh, I think that's. Jesus is Christ. there much we're leaving out of the game week? 10? Yeah, no, there is. There's loads. There's lo- What about the Zaha owners? What about the? Z- Give them their fucking. They brought Zaha in this week. You know, they might have got five points. What about the Solanke owners? Two assists. That's fair, but actually. That's fair. I mean. The Solanke shuttle is fucking going. It's on. No, I can't. I can't abide by this Solanke um, bullshit. And what the Newcastle guy, Almiron? Holy fuck! Where did he come out of? Like, um, two goals last week, another one this week, and I'm just baiting through. Him. The, I can't the, open them up fast enough on the screen. Guacamole. What about Guacamole? I can't. Or Guinamaris. Bruno, fake Bruno. Yeah, fake Bruno. Like, wow. I mean. These are like little snippets, sprinkles of players that you would like to have over your main team. Like anyone who brought in Zaha, anyway, delighted for you. I'm a fuck delighted for you. But anyway, five points. It was decent, wasn't it? I'm a Zaha you know, owner and they, I was happy. I'll take it. They hung on. It was, was, did it come near the end? Um, It did, but they didn't hang on. Like they were in the ascendancy for the entire second <sighs> half. Leeds hung on to 2 1. It should have been probably a bit more to Palace. Um, but yeah, no, I'll take the assist. Um, like the decent fixtures: Leicester, Wolves, Everton, Southampton, West Ham, Forest, Fulham. I mean, I think that's why everyone was kind of leaning towards Zaha anyway. Like he had the yeah, he had the fixtures. He had the fixtures and he had the form. So, so yeah. why why are you so uh, anti um, Solanke? Then did they he has the fixtures. He got two assists. I mean, they've still got great fixtures. I mean, are, is he off the table for you? Like, I mean, is he off the table for? I think he got two assists and he was playing Leicester. So, I mean, what does that mean? Do you know, like, anyone can get two assists against Leicester this season, except oh Forrest. I hope Sam Martin doesn't listen to this. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, like, it's just Leicester have been shocking defensively. It have been shocking yeah. all around, really, uh, except for that Forrest match. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just feel that I'd rather have either a 4.5 striker and have that extra mil in my back pocket then use it on Samanke. But I mean, I get it. He's a, he needs must. You know, he's one of those players. If you, if you can put that million towards someone else that you're happy with, maybe turn in. But there's just so much fucking value. Like, I don't know why you need mm. to turn to a Samanke. That's the thing. There's so much. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, maybe people have the perfect team and they just think. I just don't think they're going to score a lot of goals. I think that's my Right, problem. okay. Do you know what? Do you know, write this fucking down in your notebook there. Right? This is recorded. This goes out on air. I don't need to write anything down. Yeah, I'm gonna check Slanky. It's gonna be a Slanky corner every week. The Slanky shuttle. The Slanky shuttle. Okay, well you can check back in. Yeah. Why well, don't you get him in your team if you're so fucking? Because I don't need him. I have the perfect team. Yeah, Mitrovic, you can just downgrade Mitrovic and... to Slanky. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I have. I don't want to do that. You and your club living supping away. Um, I'm happy. Um, but I just want to chat about my old mate, right? Who will be driving to work or wherever the fuck he is, and his luck. He had Almiron, right? Okay. Two weeks ago. Sold him before he no. had him. Sold him before the two goals. Um, brought it, brought, wanted to free up money to bring in James. 
does all that. Almiron, again, a goal this week. James Bench, he just can't catch a break. I mean, it's just, I mean, Brian, keep keep the faith, mate. Keep the faith. Just keep listening to you, Paddy. That's all he needs to do. Yeah, that's what he needs to do. But, I mean, I think he might be near the bottom of our mini league this week. Oh, yeah. So, does, does bottom place get a prize this year? No, just, they're just like... It's just, it's just, it's all about the pride, isn't it? It is, it is, it is. It's in the WhatsApp group, you know? Yeah. Um, but you did, you mentioned the mini league, so let's oh, turn on. Yeah, no, it was a perfect segue. Time for this week's mini league. Dun, dun, dun. Let's hope I don't fuck it up. It's never me that fucks it up anyway. It's the fucking. Ah, uh, you, just... you fucked it up last week. Yeah, I did fuck it up. Yeah. Okay, anyway, so I don't know how you feel about this chair, but we've got a new number one. And this new number one, I've done my research, and this Mr. Richard Wayhinger has uh, just joined the mini league this week. We welcome, we welcome him, him in, Paddy, no? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I mean, I, w- yeah, I welcome him in, but I wouldn't, I'm not buying him a pint. <laughs> well, uh, I mean. You know, he just joined, like, but that's we left the mini league open and uh and it's still open till the end of october so anyone who wants to join is welcome and he is more than one of them i mean like look there's always that you're having a good season you start joining all the mini leagues uh you know after a couple of months you're like well maybe i actually win these i don't care about the flask you heard about the flask and he wants this and 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 per emil seidlick was winning that quite comfortably yeah he he had a decent and he, he he was top for the last couple of weeks and now he's in second. Why don't you bait through the top ten for us, though, Paddy? Okay, Richard Winghinger, uh, new entry uh, this week, number one. Emil Seidlick, number two. Eddie Friel in there at number three. Paul O'Gorman in there at number four. Danny Watkins, number five. Atar Basri, number six. Cameron North, seventh. Gavin O'Reilly, eighth. Is that your man from Mexico? Nope. No, it's not. No. Scott Kent, number nine. And Paddy Pa, number 10. And I'm just going to do number 11 because it's Cal Byrne, FPL Crypto. Yep, friend of the show. Where's Cal? Is Cal um, still on Twitter? I never see him tweet anymore. I miss him. Uh, I don't know where he is. He might have taken, be taking a break from the old social. But, um, okay, but Cal, if you're listening, reach out. Yeah, and he's absolutely Send flying into this <laughs> Is he? Oh, well, he obviously is if he's in 11th. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not all, uh, You have plenty more for us with the Mini League. Of course I do. Um, the manager of the week, it would have been Tony McBride and Mallara McD on 84 points, but the new guy who just signed up this week not <laughs> only is number one, but is also manager of the week with 85 points. He picked his week, didn't he? Richard Weehinger. So well done, Richard. How you haven't uh, shortened his name to Dick? Yes, I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, well then. Oh yeah, Dick Weehinger, Weehinger. <laughs> so and well done to Tony as well. Tony is a man here who lives down the road from me. Okay, and he had a great week. And he would have been the manager of the week if Dick Weehinger hadn't have popped in. But you know, look, I can't hold it against Dick. No. For wanting to join the greatest mini league the world has ever seen. Anyway, um, let's talk about the walk of shame and the walk of shame goes to david iomade who got 29 points and he shares that with donald uh gamafi who also got 29 points that's pretty <sighs> how do you get 29 points 
Um, like what? I would I would want to go and research that now and look at his team. Uh, Glenn Scully, thirty-five points. Ooh, Claire, friend of the show, Glenn. Oh, Glenn, you don't shake this week, lad. <laughs> um, Claire McCall, uh, thirty-five points. Uh, rubbish as well. Uh, Frank Fallon, forty points. Rahib Sharaher, forty points. Oh my God! I, we should just call this Casuals Corner. Uh, Barry McNamara, 41 points. Donald Hurley, 41 points. Paul Galloway, 42 points. Callum O'Donnell, 43 points. Uh, absolute. Just delete your team. Um, and let's go on over here now to we see um, Transfer Genius. And that goes to Alan O'Sullivan. Oh, yeah. Do you know him? I, Do you know him? No, I don't. Alan O'Sullivan made two transfers and he netted himself 12 points from these and he got rid of Trent Alexander to Trippier and he got rid of Isak to Tony so there you go not bad uh, news no not bad at all um, let's check the oh my god Sack the scout mm. uh, worst transfer Zach Doty okay intriguing I always like this one. Oh, this is I love these it's the pain I love um Two transfers, a minus four, netted himself minus 20 points total oh. from two transfers and a hit. So he went Saka to Foden, <laughs> and he went Cancelo to Dyer. So he's prepping and himself. Well, I was going to say he's prepping right. himself for the blank, but he did get another City player in on top of it. So kind of... Yeah, strange one. Anyway, he's 128th in the league, so he's he's lost cause. Um, also, we've got um, just a notable mention here for Havard Norum, who uh, made four transfers at a minus 12 and netted himself minus 13. Um, Perisic to Shar, Andreas to Rashford, and Mitrovic to Greenwood. And uh, last but not least, do we know Stephen Scully? Sounds like a... Yeah, another friend of the show. Brother of Glenn. Wow. The Scully brothers are fucking... They're all all over it here tonight. Anyway, he's the third worst transfer. Uh, two transfers, minus four. Netted himself, minus 11. Done Tony to Yang, And he done Salah to Sterling. Absolute dog shit. And <laughs> last but not least, um, Benchwanker is Peter Kinsella who had 22 points laying on his bench, flushed those down the loo. Charles Byrne, 19 points, and Seamus Kennedy, 13. And that is the uh, the mini-league roundup. Excellent, excellent. Wow, thank you Wait, for that, it went, it went well this week. It did. How how do you have so many points on your bench? I'm just still focused on that 20-pointer. Uh, ah, like... 22 points? Who the fuck has he got on his bench? I'm try- it must be maybe it's just some rando kind of... I have no idea. I Absolute can't think of it. Manners. But uh, you know yourself, those things always... Yeah, it sucks to be him. Sucks to be him, is right. But that is our mini-league roundup, and if you do want to join, um, the code should be on your screens now. For the audio listeners, it's PK3DFT. PK3DFT. And uh, that will stay open until the end of October, at which point we will shut the gates firmly. So that wraps up our Game Week 10 review. It's our mini league is done. I believe now we just have the small matter of captaincy. Now, I guess for a lot of shows and articles, this is becoming 
a redundant article based on the exploits yeah. of a certain Norwegian meatbag. But um, this week but, does pose a bit of a question. Yeah, because, Jer, this could be a week where he who dares Rodney, you could say, I mean, like, you could, well, I mean, I don't know. No, you probably won't. But it is a week if you want to be brave, you might venture out. So, just for the uninitiated, Haaland, obviously away to Liverpool this week, game week 11. When you look around, though, Paddy, at potential captaincy options, I mean, there's a few odd ones that stick there. I think the one, the glaringly obvious one is Spurs at home to Everton, but... Mm-hmm. Ever- you could go Kane, yeah. Yeah, Kane or, or a son, but I mean, Everton have tightened up a bit this season. I mean, I don't know what last week's match... Uh, has done to the stats but up before that they were the, t- the best technically the best uh, defence in the league um, so mm. there is that kind of caveat but it is you know Spurs decent win against Brighton uh, at the weekend and you know a home match against Everton you got to be looking there for outside uh, outside chances but do you think it's worth it over Haaland? I mean, uh, yeah, no, I like you know what you've built that up well, but I can't see it because Liverpool are depleted, they're 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 finished, Salah, you know they're done, uh, they've no like uh, well maybe they, actually Trent now being out injured might be a good thing for them but you know they are at home uh, this not, week though they are at home ah uh, doesn't matter to Holland doesn't matter to Holland he'll eat them for breakfast. I'm Third. I'm intrigued. I'm looking forward to that match. Mm-hmm. I must say, um, it is also the last match of the game week, which I mm. always like having my captain on the last match of the game week. Um, if I can, I don't let it you know cloud my judgment. Try not to let it cloud my judgment, but I do quite enjoy it. And it is such a you know based on his stats and his form and and everything about him, it it's still a bit of a no brainer to me. But yeah. if you're, you know, if you've had a poor start to the season and you're looking to kind of capitalize, as you said, um, you know, make a break for it this week, there's a few fixtures out there. I mean, I would have been all about Fulham at home to Bournemouth, you know, two weeks ago, but had Mitrovic not suddenly, uh, you know, picked up a knock in the international duties, blah, blah, you're thinking, oh, that's a decent match. Although, again, Bournemouth have tightened up somewhat but uh you know it's still a decent fixture Leicester. yeah it, it definitely is it could be that could be a goal fest it could be i mean with your Matalanka playing i don't see i don't see why not mm, you know it could be like a 3-3 or a 6-6 thriller um that no that, that would definitely be one another one dear uh, you're probably going to say is the arsenal versus leeds game you've got a couple of captains options there 100 percent. yeah we do uh, we spoke about arsenal's uh fantastic start to the season and you know leeds are they're, they're no, you know, solid units, you know. Like, I mean, I would expect Arsenal to get a couple of goals at Elland Road. Elland Road? Is that Leeds? Grant? Yeah, Elland Road, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I would expect a couple of goals. Good show, Paddy. Um, I think Leicester at home to Crystal Palace will be an interesting one. I'm not... Now that I have Gahey in my team, I'm 100% not convinced that, uh, that they're going to start keeping clean sheets. And I'm a little worried, and I'm thinking, oh, that could be another... Goal fest. James Madison could pop back up with another hat trick. You know, very, very, very true. And suppose uh, another one is looking at the West Ham and Southampton game. I mean, like, I mean, we're really we're we're just we're stretching it now. But I mean, Southampton aren't very good defensively either. 
and West Ham could be. They have a couple of players there that might, uh, like Jared Bowen, might just pop up. Yeah, again, another Paxi penalty. Business. Yeah, uh, um, and then I suppose the last game would be United at home to Newcastle. I think uh, there's always a couple of goals in that game. It's just, it's not a, a stat I like to rely on, but um, mm-hmm. the, it, the, I I would expect there to be a few goals in that. And uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe this is the the week Mark Rashford comes good for you. Yeah, and then what about Chelsea and Aston Villa? If you actually have any Chelsea players, I can't. I actually don't think that's a decent uh, match for for goals um, yeah. I think who are we kidding anyway we're all putting the captaincy on Holland so I mean like well that leads me to the next question yeah exactly is there any doubt in your mind no doubt in my mind it's Holland all the way 100% um, just the fear of not even having him captain um, um, would be devastating yeah if he over 200% think, so. last week did you see that effective ownership yeah it was crazy I mean it's just we're just playing with 10 players now I tried to keep the EO talk to you know a bit of a minimum but to see yeah. a, a player in a single game week be over 200% owned effective ownership uh, wise uh, it was, I was surprised I didn't think it could pass it uh, that easily yeah. but yeah boom so essentially it's probably a good thing he didn't do a rake of damage last week, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So, with that in mind, any transfers planned? Well, yes, we were kind of speaking about it off air. I have two free transfers, Jer. And, Crazy. I mean, yeah, I know. Um, and it's, it's a nice feeling. But I'm not going to blow the load. I'm not going to, you know, nut both of them all over the place. I'm going to... Makes a change. Uh, I, yeah, I have Gordon. I have Gordon there, who's... Who was a mistake, you know? Even the best managers in the world can adapt to their mistakes. And Gordon and my wild card was just not one of my finest moments. So I'm going to probably move Gordon to Rashford. Interesting. Yes. Gordon, I have the I have money in the bank to go Gordon to Rashford. And I will keep De Bruyne. A lot of people will be selling De Bruyne. Um, 77 minutes tonight in the Champions League yeah yeah. I think there'll be a few seals of De Bruyne because they're playing Liverpool and people will be also getting preparing for the game week 12 blank can I shock you Petty yeah Angela Lansbury star of TV film and theatre dies age 96 I'm sorry breaking news who's she murder she wrote oh my god God, oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bring this to oh, the podcast down. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, no, that, that's that. She is a legend. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Let's keep it rolling. No, no, no. <laughs> it's good to have that breaking news in there. No, that's changed my plans. Yeah. Gordon stays. Yeah. Gordon stays now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, the De Bruyne conversation is interesting, Betty, because I have, I went, I hokey cookied it. That was my decision last week. I decided. Yeah. No, stick with what I was thinking of with my wild cards. I could have attacked Salah against uh, Brighton in game week 10 or game week 9. And yeah. I planned to switch and I did switch. And I ugh, I don't know. I mean, now the question is, do I roll the transfer into game week 12 or do I, I just get do. De Bruyne out now? No, I think if you, if you can have two transfers for next week. Yeah. That would be so much more powerful to you, especially going into 13 then where you want to bring some of these superstars back. Like, I mean, like there's no harm in having De Bruyne this week against Liverpool. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. There's not. I mean, and another thing, um, 
I always think it's it's no like a, a try to live by this. Uh, I can't remember which ways manager told maybe maybe great grandfather, but no cars if, before marbs. Yeah, no cars before marbs exactly. But if you have a fire in your team, mm. fix that fire first. Like De Bruyne is not a fire in your team. Gordon is a fire in my team. Yeah, true. He's stinking the place up. It's worse than Jeffrey Dahmer's fucking apartment. But it's not that I, much of a... Let's not overreact. I mean, like... Well, he's he's red-carded. He's shit. He's going to drop in value. Yeah. And I can get in a nicer player for him no. and keep De Bruyne. I 100% think that your, every, your Gordon to, to Rashford move is a good move. And yeah, I'm not... Well, you would think it's a good move because you suggested it, <laughs> <laughs> I know I said that. And I, was, I look, but let's not. I would have when I went to bed tonight after the podcast, and I was playing Clash Golf. I would probably have thought of Rashford myself anyway. What's Clash Golf? Oh, the greatest app ever. Is it not? Is it app. one of those free games that just yeah, free games, money. addictive Clash Golf. Yeah, it's amazing. It doesn't charge you money; it's free. But I would have probably thought of Rashford before I went to sleep. Oh, yeah. But I thank you for suggesting him, and um, that's probably going to be my transfer. Yeah. So getting back to me, if we could, you yeah. know, maybe not focus on you for the entire fucking show. Well, I am the pedigree manager here at the moment. Touche. This, I mean, this season, sorry. Touche, touche. That's, this season. That's fair. But um, yeah, you think hold KDB when I could just transfer him to some for that home match against Everton? I mean, KDB's not playing in game week twelve. See, just so do you want to have Son in your team going forward, or would you not rather have the two free transfers then when you get to twelve and think, you know what, I want to bring back in maybe a couple Arsenal boys. I want to, I want to get my three city back. Well, I'm not going to be getting Arsenal in game week twelve, but I get you. I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, not. I mean, after after twelve. Yeah, I mean, look, I get. Yeah, you're talking a you're lot just of sense. Hokey cokey your whole life. My whole. <laughs> That's all my life is now. It's just one big hokey cokey. Hokey I'm drinking. I'm not drinking. But, <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm, look, I, I, the, the, the plan was to not Captain Haaland against Liverpool this weekend. This, this, but this was the plan. Him. Oh, yeah. Mm. This was the plan. The club orange is killing Three hat-tricks ago, probably. You know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. now I'm just going... Why am I even thinking that? Like, the plan was Son comes in, I captain Son at home to Everton. And mm. now I'm thinking you're right. I actually think it's just stick with KDB, ship him out next week because I don't want a, a, a premium. Bank your transfer. Bank my transfer and... Uh, Be in a stronger position going forward? I think it's it's Spurs fixture in game week 12 that's putting me off a little bit. It's that match against United. Yeah, yeah. Mean- I don't know if it's the United fan in me that just doesn't <sighs> want that. I don't want to see a premium asset against I could always, you know, swap him to Salah, which again was the original plan. But um yeah, no, I think you're right. I think for me it's a hole now and it used to be used to be plain sailing all the way through, but you've made me you've made me see sense, Paddy, and for that I'll be eternally grateful. Yeah, I know, and like I just look at it. Um, just wanted to go in and look at um, Son for a little second. Like you would be just getting him in for the Everton game is beautiful, and then you be kind of you be kind of like got United next. Yeah, and then they do have a couple of nice pictures after they have Newcastle and Spur or Newcastle and Bournemouth. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're next, and then they have Liverpool, and then they have Leeds. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of money, I think, tied up in there. As well. Yeah, especially when there's so much value in midfield at the moment. And I mean, it's not like he's setting the place alight like he, he usually does. No, he's I not. Mean, yeah, he's not. He's like six points bright and two points. I know he had the 19, but before that, 
He was he was Jesus Christ from game week one to game week six. Absolutely nothing. Over. Absolutely, you know, he had he got more points in game week eight than he did for the whole one to six or game week yeah game week eight than he did for the whole right up until that. So I don't know. I mean, it's it could pay off against Everton, but I think that you'd you'd have more control over your team having that extra transfer. And I think you'll sleep better at night. What is the world coming to when you make that much sense, buddy? I do not like it. I do not like it one bit. Um, but before we wrap up the show, let's let's throw over to this week's puck fathers. Oh yeah. Now you you alluded to my good fortune this week. I have taken the W, and uh, Skamaka well coming good. Um, you're still plainly in the lead uh, I hope so do you have the stats I do there? not have the stats you know full well I don't have the stats yeah well I just asked you last week to have the stats there. you I did to then, you know full time <laughs> job gone the fucking way yeah well you know priorities sure. I know Durable. I should <laughs> but uh, I won last week Skamaka came good with his goal You're, you blankety blanked with Gundogan and Seamus who did have a bit of a bitch about Danny Welbeck yeah um, but look he, he, he was so upset by it he forgot to do his fucking pick again this week. So guess who your pick is for game week 11, Seamus? It's Danny. Welbs. Welbs, yeah. It's the Webster. Yeah. Well, just even call him Welbs just to annoy him even more. Yeah. You're on Welbs. Um, and I'm saying this now on air. You're not changing it now. That's punishment for no. two weeks in a row. He for did try to change it. Who did he try to change it to? Faraday. We fucked that up too. Oh, well then. Yeah. No, I mean, you first you can't pick the same player two weeks in a row, but guess what? You yeah. got Danny Wilbeck again because you had Vardy last week. Um, so, yeah, Paddy, you are the reigning champion. Why don't you call out this week's long shots, puck fathers, punts, well, differentials? I am, going, I am going to go with uh, my puck father this week is going to be Ericsson. 3.3% ownership uh, playing against Newcastle. I like what's going on there. He is the master midfielder of that team I mean he is Bruno be damned you say Bruno be damned at the price he is as well he is my puck fatter my punt and yours is who I'm going to a team that I said today does not score a lot of goals they wouldn't score in the brattle and I've completely being the hypocrite that I am I've decided to hypocrite. to punt on Diego Costa I think wow. uh, Wolves have a Decent match. The club lemon effect. The club lemon effect, yeah. Wolves, home to Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest can't keep a clean sheet for love nor money at the moment. And, uh, yeah, I just... I think this is going to be the start of it. He's he's building his minutes up. I think he got 50-odd last week and 20, 30 the week before. So, I expect a start for him this week and him to punish a Nottingham Forest defence. So, yeah. Diego Costa for me. Definition of a puck fighter. If he's a percent owned, I'd be surprised. Yeah, I think that's and that that's that's decent. Um so yeah, Ericsson, I think I, I'm I feel I'm feeling confident. You think you're gonna take me? Take me down as well? I think I'm gonna take you, yeah. And definitely gonna take Seamus. Um just before we wrap everything up, um I also put out a call for questions. You did? Um no. I probably should put the call for questions out maybe the day before we pod instead of the minute before we start recording before we literally hit the record button yeah i just i just do that i just put my can of guinness my pint glass and i'm like right if you get a question you're lucky it gets answered mm. you become one of the chosen ones and one um eagle-eyed uh, viewer goes by the name of fpl fairy steve another friend of the show he's been on the show a couple of the show. Times. friend friend of life 
He's a friend. One of our sea buddies. Viking Dippers. Mm. You know, uh, anyway. Question for the pod. Who's looking forward to pints and giggly water in Galway? I feel like that's not a question. I feel like that's a, a goddamn cheap plug. That is a goddamn cheap plug. Yeah. But I'm all for it because <laughs> I am fucking looking forward to pints and... I will have some giggly water in Galway. Yeah, no, I'm joking. I'm uh, delighted to plug it. Uh, FPL meetup, Irish FPL meetup, Galway, November the 12th uh, on Pukon. Uh, there's going to be a bunch of FPL fans there. We had a lovely meetup in Donegal. Hopefully this one yeah. uh, you know, continues that trend. And yeah, if you want to get down, meet some like-minded individuals. Meet, me. meet Paddy. To congratulate. Meet the greatest mate in FPL. Yeah, buy him a pint. Yeah. We'll be there. Uh, we'll be there. And uh, yeah, we'd love to see you and catch up with uh, Fairy and Era and all the rest of it. So um, yeah, if you want to check out and get more up to the date information with that shit, Twitter, I assume, uh, FPL Fairy and at FPL Era, they'll be the ones organizing it. So you'll get all the information there. So check those guys out. Um, and if they bothered their arse to send us some advertising material, I could have put this on the yeah. screen, but no. They're, they're, they have them. They're, they're lazy. lazy. You know, that's that's lazy, what yeah. we've always said about Steve. Yeah, exactly. Kind Definitely hearts, not. but lazy. Kind heart, lazy bastard. Lazy bastard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but good. Great hair. He has great hair. Yeah, he has great yeah. hair. Um, that's great abs. He's. I mean, we could just sit here all great day. Great jaw structure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but bastard yeah, terribly misogynistic though. Yeah. But um... yeah, horrible. <laughs> uh, let's leave it there, Patty. Where can everyone find you? They can find me at FPL Viking underscore on Twitter. They can find me at the Viking Dippers on Instagram. And they can find me at FPL Viking underscore on TikTok. Excellent. Excellent. Um, make sure to drop him a follow. If you would like to reach out to us, you can find us on Twitter at FPL Hangover. And if you do want to send an email, even though I know Paddy hates this bit, it's FPL Hangover at gmail.com. People still use emails, Paddy. I'll just have you know. Did, did we get any five star reviews on. Um, did we? Uh, did we get any five stars? Can you. St- I couldn't open my door this morning. Oh, fuck. Too many to name out then. Couldn't find the key. Right. Well, so if, if you want to get your name read out and uh, slaughtered, uh, or not praised by one of the two greatest FPL minds. Oh, thank you. Me, me more so at the moment. Uh, in the FPL universe, uh, we will do that for you. I'm not even lying; it's not. It's free. Yeah. Just five star <laughs> review, and we will like say something cool about you. We will, even if it is a complete fabrication. But yeah, um, yeah do like the pod, uh, subscribe, all the usual tigmajig. Uh, enjoy your game week eleven, everybody. Paddy, thank you for for the for the conversation this evening. Yeah, and the inspiration. And the inspiration, and to everyone else. No problem. Yeah. Have a good Wednesday. You're nearly at Thursday, which then means you're nearly at Friday. And then it's drinking time. God bless. All right.